0: Hey everyone, welcome to Just Mental Health with Stephan M., the podcast where we discuss mental health through a social justice lens. I'm Emily.
1: And I'm Stephanie. A quick disclaimer before we get started we are mental health professionals, but this is not to be taken as professional advice.
0: We are also aware that our privilege may cloud our perspective on some topics, and we not only welcome but encourage you to message us with criticism and correction. Let's get started. So, our business of the week this week, or our small business shout out, is the uh, uh, mental health services of my colleague and um, classmate, uh, Tiffany Farmer. We went to grad school together and we were in the marriage and family therapy specialization together. And she has started this very successful practice in Louisville called Best Life Mental Health Services. So let's see, living, learning to live and love more authentically. Therapy in Louisville, Kentucky. Looks like they, I think they might be only doing virtual sessions right now, um, but they offer adult individual therapy, relationship therapy children and teenagers therapy and groups and workshops. Looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven clinicians that uh, work at this. Um... Oh, they also have medication management and they have a budget friendly option. Wow. So like a kind of a uh, sliding scale kind of situation um they have a grad student also working there so you uh, I think she sees people for um yeah uh decreased uh fees uh specialties looks like anxiety work with children and um they have a blog con you can contact them on the website there's a phone number and there's also a um like a message you can leave them uh you can send them a message
1: so. that's really cool and that's amazing she's got seven clinicians working yeah, yeah. that's wow that's
0: so we graduated in 2016 and she started this practice like I think like the next year, or like only like a year or two Wow. after we graduated, and uh, yeah, it's doing really well. So I'm really proud of her.
1: That's awesome. And so you may not know this, but um, if they're only doing virtual, does that mean anyone in the state of Kentucky?
0: Yeah, could be seen. I, I mean, that's what the license. I mean, I don't know what they're specifically mm-hmm. doing, but as far as licensure. Yeah. I mean, they're licensed to treat anyone in the entire. So even
1: though they're based in Louisville, if you're outside of Louisville, if you're in the state of Kentucky, maybe you could reach out to them with a message and just make sure, but it probably, I mean, that's what a lot of places are doing now because um, they're doing virtual. So it's an option for anyone who may not have many options in other parts of Kentucky, Um Cause the, especially the more rural you get, the less providers there are.
0: Yeah. So. And I'm, uh, looking at the frequently asked questions and it says that they do take all commercial TRICARE and Medicaid insurance.
1: plans. That's awesome. So,
0: yeah. So definitely reach out to them if you are in Kentucky and you are looking for any of those services. Um, Tiffany is, uh, I, you know, know her personally and she's super awesome and I'm sure that she only hires awesome people. So there you go. So today we are going to be talking about gaslighting. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Gaslighting. We talked about it a little bit in one of our memes episodes, but we're going to go into it a little
1: bit more today. And that's such a buzzword now, you know, there's like, there's like trends in like therapy and mental health with buzzwords. And I feel like gaslighting has been one that's been kind of consistent for a while. Um, But Everybody, if you don't know what gaslighting is, if you've been hiding under a rock, because everyone's talking about it. Yeah,
0: that's why I wanted to do this mm talk because, as someone who works with a lot of couples, I feel like I constantly hear people saying, "He's gaslighting me. She's gaslighting me." And then I'm like, "Wait a second. How are they gaslighting you?" Yeah, and I'm like, "No." They're they're insulting you or like they're being rude to you, but they're not gaslighting you. It's yeah,
1: um, there's a lot of misconceptions or misunderstandings of what gaslighting is because it's become sort of a, a pop term yes. um, that people just throw it around and use it inaccurately.
0: Yes. So let's set the record straight. What is gaslighting? Gaslighting is a manipulative tactic used by people often in romantic relationships, but it can happen in any relationship and it's used as a way to gain power over the other person by making them feel like they are the problem. Like there's something, something innately wrong with them. So usually it's to make them feel like they, like make them feel crazy or make them feel like something is wrong with um, like their memory or like they're imagining things. They're not remembering something correctly. They have uh, something like flawed about them. So then the other person has the power. So a really great way to explain it is from the origin of the word which is um, from the movie Gaslight, which is like a movie from like the 40s or something. And the man would, there's a husband and a wife and the husband would, uh, kept dimming the gas lights and the wife would say, the lights seem dimmer. And then he would be like, what are you talking about? They're not dimmer, you're going crazy. And he kept doing that. It's so cruel. I know, until eventually, she was like, I must be crazy. <laughs> and um, and also, I want to say real quick, I know that the word crazy is a bit controversial. Um, so if anyone is offended by my use of that word, please message us. I personally use that word in these sorts of contexts. Um, but we can talk about that in a different episode, but I just wanted to, yeah. throw that out there. but, um, so, uh, the wife eventually was like, I must be going crazy. And now that she thinks she's crazy, the man, um, the husband has power over her and he can be like, he can be like, you know, we, uh, you need to, uh, make me dinner. And she might be like, I already made you dinner and then he'd be like no you didn't and she'd be like yes I did I just made you dinner and then he could be like no you did like, but but just because he wants two dinners you know (laughs) he could like manipulate her into doing whatever he wants her to do because Mm -hmm. he's convinced her that she's crazy um so and also to clarify I would never call an actual mentally ill person crazy
1: Episode. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, um, yeah, and I don't think it's
1: coming off that way. Okay, I mean, maybe
0: Yeah,
1: cuz it's more like um like this is sort of how she's yeah, feeling she and how she's yeah. labeling herself, which is which is definitely that and of course we said that's could be another episode, but that's a valid thing. Like people all the time, clients all the time will say, I'm sure you get this too. Like I feel like I'm going crazy or I must be crazy. Yeah. And like, that's them saying like, they feel maybe out of control or they feel, um, like something's not making sense and they're overwhelmed and it's not like, oh, you're mentally ill. It's more of like a state of feeling. Yes. Um, so, Thank yeah. So, yeah.
0: Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. <laughs> um, or for like explaining what I was, what I was. Yeah. To. Um, yeah. So that's kind of, uh, that's the origins of the word. And it really does a good job of explaining what it really is. Um, So nowadays, um, I found this article on Medical News Today called, What is Gaslighting? Um, So there's different types. They, um, it says, according to the National Domestic Violence Hotline, techniques a person may use to gaslight someone include, so countering, so, questioning someone's memories. So they may say things such as, you never remember something accurately. Are you sure you have a bad memory? So like if the person's like this happened and then the partner is like, no, that didn't happen. That didn't happen that way. You're remembering it wrong. Eventually the the partner is gonna be like, well, clearly there's something wrong with my memory. There's something innately flawed about my memory. And then the gaslighter then holds the power. Withholding. So when someone withholds, with they refuse to engage in a conversation. So saying, I don't know what you're talking about. You're just trying to confuse me. So pretending like they don't understand something so that they don't have to engage in the conversation. So making the person feel like they're just like talking like saying ridiculous things. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. You're just confusing me, even if they're making complete sense. Trivializing, so belittling or disregarding the other person's feelings. This is probably the one I see the most, I see the most, telling them they're being too sensitive or overreacting when they have valid concerns and feelings. So a person is genuinely feeling something and they have, you know, what they're feeling is valid. And then their partner says. You're overreacting, or you're being too sensitive. And if you tell them that, eventually, they en- are going to believe that that is an innate quality about themselves that they are too sensitive. Um, and that's something else I want to clarify. If you just are told, like, in this situation, I feel you're overreacting. I feel I still think that's a rude thing to say, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily gaslighting. It's right? Because like sometimes
1: people do overreact. Right. And you have to, as a therapist, you have to like help them like, okay, are you overreacting in this situation? As far as like, it's a minor inconvenience, but you're acting like it's the end of the world. We need to, you know, but,
0: but gaslighting is when it's done repeatedly.
1: Right. And And with the intention
0: Right. And it's done in a way to truly make them feel like there is something innately Mm -hmm. flawed about Mm -hmm. them versus they're overreacting in a particular situation. Mm -hmm. So that's the difference. And then there's three more types, denial. So denial involves pretending a person forgets events or just like forgets that they occurred. So it's, that seems similar to, um, the countering, like, no, that never happened. You're remembering it wrong Mm -hmm. diverting a person changes the focus. So that's just another crazy idea you got from your friends. So just really putting it down, um, questioning their credibility and then stereotyping. So using stereotypes based on a person's gender, race, ethnicity, sexuality, nationality, or age. So saying like, oh, you're just PMSing or like you're acting hysterical or like you're like just being like, you know, you're just old and losing your memory or like something like that. Um, so, and then it goes into saying it can happen in any relationship, intimate partner relationship, chi- child parent relationships, medical gaslighting, racial gaslighting, political gaslighting, institutional gaslighting. Wow, that's a lot of, I've actually not... Real, not heard about it in the yeah, i
1: haven't either. Yeah. Medical gaslighting.
0: Let's see. According to the CPTSD Foundation, medical gaslighting occurs when a doctor or a medical professional dismisses or trivializes a person's well, yeah. I guess we've heard about this. Dismisses oh yeah. Or trivializes a person's health concerns based on their assumption that they're mentally ill. They might tell the person their symptoms are in their head, for example.
1: So, oh my gosh. Yes, that happens all the time to women. Yes. (laughs) A
0: 2009 study found that doctors were twice as likely to attribute coronary heart disease symptoms in middle aged women to mental health conditions than middle aged men. What? Yeah.
1: Heart disease symptoms. Mm -hmm. Like heart disease, the number one killer of Americans. Mm-hmm. and you're contributing it to mental health issues That's crazy. I mean yeah, I believe it, just it but it's all just-
0: the time. So women particularly black women will say mm-hmm. that they have legitimate medical problem, medical issues and then go to a doctor and the doctor will be like, are you sure it's just your, not just your anxiety or um, people like people who are told like oh are you sure? you maybe you just need to lose weight
1: oh yeah oh yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah um, like who like if you put it like like that when doctors dismiss something as like you just have anxiety you just need to lose weight and when you like have a legitimate problem like <clears throat> med, men, mental medical problem and then you're told that it's just your anxiety that's going to make you feel or like it's okay. your period
1: <laughs> Yes. Uh. That happened to me not to like change the subject to periods, but that happened to me. Like I, um, I went to like the immediate care cause I had severe stomach pain on one side of my stomach. And I thought, oh my God, like my appendix was ruptured. I'm dying. Like it was bad. I couldn't stand up straight. Um, and i went to the immediate care and the doctor you know like examined me and he asked me all sorts of questions and a, a lot of them made sense like um but then he was like are you sure it's not just your period and i was like without without an ultrasound without running any tests just a physical examination he's like are you sure it's not your period and i'm like um yeah I, i'm pretty i've been having my period for like 10 years at this point, I know what that feels like. This is not bad, (laughs) okay? This pain is different. And he was like skeptical. And he was like, well, if we can get insurance to run, to get an ultrasound, we'll do that. And I'm like, yeah, why don't you try that? Um, Because I'm like two seconds away from just calling an ambulance myself. And so they did an ultrasound and, oh, surprise, it was a cyst. That ruptured. Mm-hmm. So like Uh-oh. a serious thing. And he was like, <laughs> when he told me that I was, oh, I should have, but I didn't. I was holding back. I wanted to be like, yeah, it's okay. not my fucking period. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, that's just like one example. There's been others, but like, like you said, that stuff happens to women All the time. It happens to fat people all the time. And it happens to minority women, especially Mm -hmm. all the time.
0: So so racial gaslighting, according to an article in politics, group and identities, racial gaslighting occurs when people play gaslighting techniques to a group of people based on race race or ethnicity. For example, a person may deny that a specific group experiences discrimination yes. despite evidence that says otherwise, or they might criticize civil rights activists for being too emotional or undermine their message.
1: Oh my gosh. I didn't I know there was a term for that.
0: I didn't know either. That and makes I, so much so sense. I pulled this up just because I saw the, uh, I didn't actually scroll down. I just mm-hmm. just scrolled down and saw all these. I'm glad I did because I actually feel... I mean I've always felt like that like I've been gaslighted because I've always been someone that like you know has always been like calling people out Mm -hmm. since high school and Mm -hmm. I was constantly constantly told I'm too sensitive or I'm just like I can't take a joke or people are just having fun they're just kidding why does everything offend you Emily (laughs) and and, um i never uh i never put the term to it but that's exactly what it is it's gaslighting this is anytime like through all of these these social justice movements that are happening um you know the black lives matter me too movement Mm -hmm. pride movement like people are anytime anyone like puts it down or tells these people that they're overreacting that is absolutely gaslighting and that's something I hadn't thought of before but that's
1: right right because how can you tell someone that their experience that you just because you've never experienced it and you never will experience it um how can you tell someone that something that happened to him to them or the way they are feeling about something that is going on is just not true. You can't because you don't know. You've never been in their shoes. You've never even been near their shoes. You have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. You've never. never been adjacent to their shoes. Like you don't <laughs> understand their point of view.
0: Never been on top underneath or beside their shoes. <laughs> beside their shoes. <laughs>
1: But you know, how can you as a white man tell a black woman that oh that wasn't racist you know that wasn't sp- they're not racist they didn't mean it like that like shut up, sit down you know but, but I mean not just white men you know white women do it too a lot I think um, unfortunately, especially you know when you're when you get into like some feminist discussion um there's a lot of white women that monopolize that and try to tell minority women um or trans women to that their experiences aren't valid so even people that mean well or are supposed to be more progressive do it too Mm -hmm. and then you have to be aware of what it is and um Try to stop yourself from doing it or apologize when you catch yourself doing it. And in the case of like what you're talking about, where you're calling people out for saying these racist things, if you get called out for saying something racist, maybe you didn't mean it that way, but it doesn't mean it's not racist. Mm -hmm. So you can humbly accept that and be like, wow, thank you for educating me on that. I didn't know. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. It's mm-hmm. so, it's so simple, but
0: and make you make it into such a big deal. If you respond in a way such as that wasn't racist, you are being too sensitive. Yeah. You are gaslighting. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if that person is told that enough, any, any human being is going to eventually start having thoughts like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Is it me? am I the problem? Am I too sensitive? Maybe I am too sensitive. Mm -hmm. Maybe I am too emotional. Mm -hmm. Maybe I am making too big of a deal out of this. That is gaslighting. When you find yourself with any of these types of gaslighting, you find yourself starting to have those thoughts. Maybe I, maybe something is wrong with my memory. Maybe I'm not being clear with what I'm saying. Maybe my emotions are like, On like invalid or, or maybe they are like too much or, you know, overreacting. That's when, you know, you're being gaslit. If you start asking yourself those questions.
1: Yes. Um, I have something to bring up, but I want to make sure we don't change the subject and maybe like finish what you were saying about, um, the other kinds of gaslighting.
0: Um, Okay, yeah, so real quick. So political gaslighting, um, downplaying or hiding things, you, their administration has done wrong. So oh, uh, gaslighting occurs oh, yeah. when a political figure or group uses lies and or manipulates information to control people. So uh-huh. discrediting political opponents based on mental instability or using controversy to divert attention. Huh. To
1: <laughs> this is like deja vu. Didn't yeah. we experience that from a- uh- a powerful world leader over the last four years. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah.
0: I think we should um, go through each of these and talk about each. Okay. Of them. But what What were you going to say? Were you going to say something?
1: Yeah, but I was going to change the subject so we can come back to that. Um, let's finish this. So, okay. the political <laughs> gaslight. I'm trying to want to like. Well, because like, we didn't
0: do the first few the intimate partner and the child, also.
1: Oh, let's come back to those.
0: Okay, the political yeah. mm-hmm. so political gaslighting. So, yeah, <laughs> that's definitely a thing. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, re- what came to mind. I mean, what came to mind was uh, Hillary Clinton, for mm-hmm. sure. People um, would just kind of act like she was. Um, because she was a woman, you know, people would be like, she's too emotional or she's um, you know, she's not emotional like, enough. Yeah, she was highly criticized. Mm-hmm. Um
1: she was. And so what was interesting, right? Remember when um Hillary Clinton was running um as like was it supposed to be like VP? No, she was running as, for president. And then Sarah Palin was running as VP and they would like, people would compare them. And it was like, you couldn't do, you, you couldn't do anything right. Right. Very different women, very different beliefs um, and very different ways of presenting themselves. And it didn't matter which side you were on. somebody was criticizing both of them for something. Um so it was like, you're too emotional. You're not smart enough. You um, you're not emotional enough. You're too cold. You know, you're a bitch or stuff like that. You, you, you dress too sexy. You're wearing heels and, and a skirt and you need to dress more professional. You dress too masculine. You're wearing a pantsuit. That's not okay. Why, why can't you just wear a skirt? Like all these crazy things. Um, so, Yeah that women get
0: what what you're describing though is insulting or like having double standards. but then the piece of it that then becomes gaslighting is when it happens so much to where people say maybe they are actually this way right maybe 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 i am wrong for supporting this candidate Mm -hmm. maybe the other maybe the other side is right you know when you get manipulated into believing them that's when it becomes gaslighting.
1: And, and what was that piece, read it again, where it talks about the like name calling and like the slander and stuff. It doesn't say that?
0: Gaslighting occurs when a political figure or group uses lies, denials, or manipulates information to control people. Examples include downplaying or hiding things their administration has done wrong discrediting political opponents based on mental instability or using controversy to divert attention from important events.
1: Ah, uh, Yes. So on mental instability, isn't that what's happening now with Joe Biden? Mm. Everybody is everybody, really. And not saying that there's probably not some truth to that, but it's very much a tactic that was being used, especially by Trump. Right course he was using it against his opponent but still that was a tactic for him was to gaslight a lot of what was happening what the media was saying what other people were saying and by calling on the mental instability of joe biden um mm-hmm. to discredit him so we see that a lot in american politics
0: mm-hmm. yes Yeah, and again, that's I never
1: thought to. I I never did either. I mean, I knew I was like, this is fucked up. Like, (laughs) you shouldn't do this to people. But then I kind of thought, well, it's politics. They do things they're not supposed to do all the time. But now that there's a term for it that I know that that helps. Okay, what's the next one then?
0: Institutional gaslighting. Institutional gaslighting. So I haven't been reading the sources. I'm sorry. So political gaslighting. That definition was from Buffalo Law Review. Mm -hmm. And then this one, according to an article in the Journal of Perinatal and Neonatal Nursing, institutional gaslighting can occur at a company or organization. The organization may deny or hide information, lie to employees about their rights, or portray whistleblowers who uncover problems in an organization as incompetent or mentally ill.
1: Mm. (laughs) Mmm. Mmm, that's horrible.
0: yeah. Interesting. The organization may deny or hide information.
1: Which that's makes sense. I feel like organizations do that a lot. You know, they want to be like, oh no, no, that didn't happen. Like, you don't don't talk to that person about that. Don't talk about these things amongst your coworkers because there's you're spreading rumors, which like yeah, rumors spread, but also they want you to not talk about what's going on with your coworkers. So you don't get the real information. Mm -hmm. Um, so wow. I just, that's so cool that there was all these different kinds of gaslighting that.
0: Yeah. And this could be like, trying to think of some other examples. So like, um, you know, like, like I'm like, if, uh, you're hired given a certain, like, and you're told you have certain rights or something. Mm-hmm. And then when you try to exercise those rights, the employer is saying like, no, we never, we never said that, or that mm-hmm. was never promised, or that's not actually in the contract or that's mm-hmm. not, you know, something like that.
1: That wasn't um, the pay that was discussed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and then um again it becomes gaslighting when you get to where you're like wait a second are they right it what am i is there something wrong with my memory am i am i going crazy am i remembering this wrong mm-hmm. like i swear this was the pay we discussed but maybe not um so yeah that's so interesting and then so the more common ones I wouldn't say more common. That's certainly not true. But the more well-known ones are the intimate partner relationships and the child parent relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, So intimate partner an abusive partner may accuse someone of being irrational or crazy in order to isolate them, undermine their confidence, make them easier to control. For example, they might continuously tell someone they are forgetful until the person starts to believe it's true Child-parent relationships. Abusive caregivers may use gaslighting to shame or control children. They may accuse them of being too sensitive to belittle their feelings, or of misremembering events when they from when they were younger.
1: Mm, so that misremembering events from when they were younger that popped out to me because that happens so much. I hear clients say that a lot. That they will, um, they'll get to the point where they'll confront caregivers about things that happened in the past. And the response almost, I'm not surprised anymore that this is the response that they all seem to get is, no, that never happened. I don't remember that. I have no memory of that happening. Like, um, okay, so one of us is lying. (laughs) Are you calling me a liar? Like, no, I just don't remember it. Well, you don't have to remember it, I guess, but I'm saying this is what happened. This is how I remember it, you know? And and that's really frustrating for people who are working through their trauma, survivors of childhood trauma. Um, Like, how do you, how do you move past? Like, how do you reconcile a relationship with anyone if the other person will not even admit to what has hurt you happened?
0: And you, Let alone and,
1: take responsibility for it.
0: Yeah. And they don't have to remember it. Like, so yeah, I saw yeah. um, a meme and it was like, abuse abusers be like, I don't remember that. And uh, abuse abuse. Uh, people who were abused
1: mm-hmm. are like,
0: no shit. You don't remember. For me, it changed it forever changed the way my brain processes information. And for you, it was a fucking Tuesday. Yeah.
1: I mean, good point.
0: Like, of course you don't remember. It
1: doesn't have the same impact on them as it does. And then the
0: difference. Like Mm -hmm. if they say, I don't remember, but I, you know, believe you that, that you remember, or they say, I don't remember, like, maybe we just have different perceptions like that would not be gaslighting. But if it's, I don't remember, you are the one that is remembering wrong, that is gaslighting. That's my goal of this mm-hmm. episode is to differentiate between mm-hmm. like having different memories of the situation versus manipulating you into believing right. that you are the one that is, that has like a flawed, a fundamentally flawed memory. So-
1: right, right. Because you because that happens a lot, right? With, when you talk about like perception um, in psychology, one of the things that they, I remember them like drilling in pretty much is like your reality is just that it's your reality. It doesn't mean it's someone else's reality because we all perceive things differently. We interpret information differently. Um, so yeah, you can, obviously you can have different, memories of right. any event that's happened
0: differently is not gaslighting sharing your difference mm-hmm. in your memory is not gaslighting but getting defensive mm-hmm. and being like you're you that are didn't happen that didn't happen I have no memory that of
1: that because is, mm-hmm.
0: yes that is gaslighting for sure
1: yeah and that that is that's really hurtful I mean, it's, it's extremely hurtful, especially when it comes from someone that you love or someone that has a very important relationship with you, like a child parent relationship or a, a partner, intimate partner relationship or a, a friend relationship. I mean, to, to be gaslighted by anyone that you care about, you care what they think um, it is really hurtful. And so people who know what it is and do it intentionally that's I mean, it's very cruel like I said and um, it's a horrible thing to do to other people it's abuse it's abuse yeah. if you're intentionally doing it you are abusing that person now people may unintentionally gaslight right and we kind of talked about this last time like I'm sure if we all think back on our lives we can be like did I maybe I gaslighted that person during that time. Like I didn't really mean to, but that's what happened. And so if you find that you can think of an instance like that, or maybe you realize that you're gaslighting people in your lives and you didn't really know what it was, you just knew that it like helped you (laughs) get out of a situation you didn't like or, or have control over a situation you want, then you can, Apologize to them. Um, you can, you know, own up to it and say, Hey, I realize now that this is what I was doing and that was wrong, and I'm sorry, and I'm going to work to change it. it. It's never too late to stop a behavior and do better.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's a good point that there's varying degrees of gaslighting. Like, you're not like, I think we probably have all done it at some point. Um, like it, it's not, it's so common. We've probably all done it at some point and like yeah. you can take accountability, but then there's also people who it's, who, where it's like deliberate or even if it's not deliberate, it's excessive and mm. it's like severe to Mm -hmm. the point where you're genuinely questioning your sanity. Um, Right. you you know, important to keep in mind that, like, if you notice that your partner or your parent or your doctor or your whoever, you know, occasionally says something, says one of these things, like, once in a while tells you you're overreacting, again, it might be a rude thing to say, but it's not necessarily gaslighting. But if it's that consistent, like, that consistent um, telling you that over and over again. And when the the way that you know that it's gaslighting is when you actually notice your thoughts changing. So let's actually go to that. Mm -hmm. Um, So the National Domestic Violence Hotline indicate that a person experiencing gaslighting may feel confused and constantly second guess themselves Find it difficult to make simple decisions. Frequently question if they are too sensitive. Become withdrawn or unsociable. Constantly apologize to the abusive person. Defend the person abuse, abusive person's behavior. Lie to family and friends. Avoid to avoid making excuses. Ugh. Sorry. Lie to family and friends to avoid having to make excuses for them. Feel hopeless, joyless, worthless, or incompetent. Mm-hmm. So it's if you, um, like if someone can try to gaslight you and they might not be successful, like someone can tell you over and over again that you are too sensitive mm-hmm. or that you're remembering something wrong or that you're crazy. But if you don't believe those things, they are trying to gaslight you, but they're not basic.
1: right. They're not succeeding. Yeah.
0: And it's a weird thing like that to where like, it really is only like, quote, working if it gets into your head Mm -hmm. like true working you know
1: true someone could unsuccessfully gaslight but it also um not like to put the responsibility on the other person because sometimes like most of the time gaslighting is done with other kinds of manipulation and abuse so it's like it's all wrapped up in this Ball of abuse that if you're in a relationship with someone who's doing that to you, um, it's not like they're just gaslighting you, which would be a lot easier to catch. You'd be like, "Oh, I see what you're doing. I'm not going to let you do it." It's like a few different manipulation um, techniques done to break you down, and in the whole cycle of abuse, which um, you know might be a- another topic. But um, there is, if you're in an abusive relationship, there is a cycle that it tends to go through. And so that sort of cycle repeatedly will break is meant to break the victim down um, mm-hmm. so that they're more susceptible. susceptible. Yeah. They're, they're So they're more easily manipulated and controlled. <laughs> Let's just not yes. try to say that word. Yeah.
0: Today. <laughs> and it also is um, often done with something you're already insecure about. Yes. So if you're insecure about your memory and (laughs) like if you tend to like just have a bad memory and then your partner, your parent, whoever says, no, you're remembering that wrong, they're going to be able to much more easily manipulate and gaslight you versus if it's something that you feel secure about. And again, not victim blaming whatsoever, because that is very wrong of them to use your insecurity Mm -hmm. against Mm -hmm. you like
1: that. Yes. Yes. So the thing that, um, I was going to bring up earlier, I have heard and seen on, you know, TikTok is, is such a, um, such a expert place to go and get your, uh, psychology and mental health information from. And I say well, that with,
0: there's heavy
1: sarcasm. Yeah, there but there's is, a lot of shit too. That, there is,
0: but there are also legitimate professionals
1: Yeah. There. It's just hard to weed through that. Um I I don't know. I feel like I could rant about TikTok and pop psychology all day because it really That's gets on my list. nerves. Yeah, it is. <laughs> One day list. I will rant about it.
0: Yeah, coming soon.
1: <laughs> but um anyways one of the things that had been going around on TikTok that I've actually had a teenage client ask me about was um is CBT cognitive behavioral therapy gaslighting
0: oh my god <laughs> why
1: well, you I can't, can't see, see her face but she was so <laughs> surprised when that came out of my mouth <laughs>
0: why i okay so i'm reacting this way because cbt is like the bread and butter right many many clinicians right that's crazy it's
1: evidence-based it's well documented that it works for almost everything and almost everyone not everyone but almost everyone i mean it's really it's a good skill is it perfect no but it's a great intervention and modality And yes, so to say CBT is gaslighting is almost, it's like the level of blasphemy in therapy, right? Mm -hmm. You don't talk shit about CBT. No, but um, at first I was like, the fuck no. And then I was like, wait, okay, hold on. Look at this with new eyes. Like, don't be biased. Is it gaslighting? And after thinking about it, really thinking about it, no, it's not. (laughs) My answer is still no. So the argument is that because part of CBT is questioning your own thoughts and assumptions and your, um, cognitive distortions, which you had talked about in one episode, you'd gone through those. Um, so, and, and like questioning those and being like, is this what's happening? Do I need to change my thinking? you know, to affect my feelings and my behavior, right? Because that's, that's what CBT is. And so they're saying CBT is your therapist gaslighting you. And I'm like, okay, that's there's a very thin line you're walking there, right? Between gaslighting and having irrational thoughts, which we all have, just because you think something doesn't make it true, Right. So Uh you can interpret things the wrong way. Your feelings are valid. Absolutely. But the assumptions that you come to may not always be correct because you are looking at the evidence from a skewed viewpoint based on past experiences or trauma or, um, you know, um, how you were conditioned, learned behavior, stuff like that. And. So CBT is about like okay this thing happened. Um, there's different ways to look at it. Look, try to try to weigh what the evidence is. Is this likely to happen? Then maybe you need to feel worried about it. Is it not likely to happen? Then maybe worrying about it is irrational. You know, and sometimes that can help. That actually helps a lot with decreasing worry. When you so, think about those things rationally.
0: I think that's so interesting. <laughs> um, I will say that I have thought of CBT as it can be come off as invalidating. Yes. I think that it has to be done well. Yes. I think that it could be gaslight-ish if the If therapist- you're not doing it right. Yeah. But when you say, so like if you say something is irrational- that has this offensive and negative connotation to it to mean like crazy, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, that person is so irrational. Right. But like, that's not what it means in this. Exactly. Concept. It means that this is an emotional, a valid emotional reaction you're having, but it's not actually based on factual evidence, which yes. means that it's not rational, but it doesn't mean that like.
1: It's wrong,
0: it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that if that point is clarified, it's certainly not gaslighting, but I do see where they're coming from. I see how, if it's done poorly, I think if it's done poorly, it could be a little bit. I
1: think, it yeah. I mean, I think if you have a therapist who invalidates you, then yeah. I mean, they're going to, they can do CBT, they can do DBT, they can do anything and it's going to come off like, Gaslighting because they're not validating you, which is like the number one part of the job, you know? So if your therapist is invalidating you, you might need to take our advice from the episode where we talk about how to deal with your therapist. Um, but, and like either get a new therapist or confront them about it or, or something like that. But, um, CBT is not about invalidating. It's is what I'm feeling like, well, exactly like what you said. I mean, I like how you talked about, is it based on factual information? Mm-hmm. And it can be irrational, but that doesn't mean it's wrong or bad. Um, and so, yeah, you do, maybe you would have to make that clear, but I kind of feel like the, this whole idea of like, oh, CBT is gaslighting is just a very much like Somebody said it on TikTok and now it's like taking off yeah. because then, gaslighting is a is a term that everybody's using and they don't understand it. And now they're saying everything's gaslighting.
0: Right. And and yeah, and that's what that's exactly why we wanted to do this episode was to clarify what's gaslighting and what is not. And you know, like like I like I said a minute ago, if it's done poorly, mm-hmm. if the therapist is doing it poorly, like if the therapist is actually saying like okay, because you had this feeling and it's not based on factual evidence, you are therefore too sensitive and overreacting. That would be gaslighting. Yeah, And that is doing CBT very, very poorly. But if CBD is, CBT is done properly, it's absolutely not gaslighting. You're right. And this is just an example of the term being overused and a lack of understanding of what it actually means. Like changing your thoughts, identifying which thoughts and feelings are rational, which thoughts, not feelings, which thoughts are Mm -hmm. rational or irrational, is not gaslighting. It's therapy. Mm -hmm. And therapy has it's to to, to an extent. Therapy is challenging your thoughts. It has to right.
1: Why else would you be there? Yeah. Right. Like you want to change something. That's why you go to therapy. You're hoping to change in some way for the better. To either increase a skill or reduce a symptom, you know, reduce an issue. And that takes some work on your part. It doesn't just happen. You know, there's something you're doing that's contributing to the problem that you may not know about. Um, and not that you're the problem, but that maybe you are stuck in a a thought cycle. That's not helpful. That's making the situation worse. Yeah. And you you know, so. And it does take a good therapist to be like, okay, are you, and I think maybe you and I had talked about this before. Like I had a client who was like, they have PTSD. And they were telling me like, everyone, everyone is just like pissing me off. They're making me angry. They're upsetting me. I have a really short fuse. And as we started talking about it and I was asking the, you know, asking questions to gather more information to understand what was going on. I realized that like, no, you're not being irrational. Everyone around you is just an asshole. (laughs) And, you know, so it does take some understanding. Like, were they jumping to conclusions that people were being rude or or meaning something that they weren't meaning? Or were these people actually being rude? And I'm like, I think they're actually being rude. And you, you have every right to feel upset and annoyed by them and now we need to talk about boundaries because now it's not oh i i need to change my thoughts it's like i need to set better boundaries with people um cuz they're taking advantage of me and it's upsetting me but like what you said like it's not about changing your feelings it's about changing thoughts changing uh your perspective your perception Of things, um, so that it's more based on facts, rational, and also um, opening up so that you can understand other people's perspectives, right? Because maybe it felt like someone was taking a stab at you, you know, when they said something, you took it very personally, It, it hurt your feelings but they didn't mean it that way at all. They meant it somewhere else, you know? And so how could you react in that situation? What would be the appropriate way to address that? But it's not saying that you shouldn't feel offended Uh or you shouldn't feel what you're feeling because you can't, one, can't control how you feel. You can't, you feel the way you feel. Um, But the two areas that you do have control over are, how you address your thoughts and then what you do about those thoughts, your behaviors. Mm -hmm. And that's the point of CBT. And I don't, not that it's like perfect, but it's not gaslighting. It's like two extremes. Um, And that's
0: not to say that your therapist can't gaslight you because that certainly happens.
1: It does. It does. There are some
0: bad therapists out there. And, um, it's definitely possible. I mean, anyone can gaslight anyone, Mm -hmm. um, like think you're like a therapist could think they're helping you by like telling you you're being too sensitive or telling you that you must be remembering something wrong, but actually they're gaslighting you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. And like, don't ever tell someone that they must be remembering something wrong. (laughs) Like that's a horrible thing. You know what I mean? To say that to someone is like, what, what do you mean? I must be remembering it wrong. But yeah, like if, if they're doing things like that, that's, Mm -hmm. that's awful. And you know what, if CBT doesn't work for you, if you don't like it, then that's totally fair. If you don't think it's helpful, that's fine. You don't, you don't have to do CBT. If you're a therapist, you don't have to use it. If you don't like it, if you're a client, You don't have to work it if you don't like it. So if you, if your therapist is doing CBT and you're like, this is not what I want. I want to feel more validated. I want to feel uh, more in a space where I'm not constantly challenging and changing things. That's totally fine. And you can do that. You can tell your therapist that you can find a therapist that uses something different than CBT. you know you have that choice it's not a one size fits all it may not be for you doesn't mean it's gaslighting
0: doesn't mean it's gaslighting yet. yeah yeah and so that's just more just more examples of the overuse of the word mhm um i think it would help um to give more examples of what gaslighting actually is okay um so that things like that don't keep Getting circulated. It's happening. Um, yeah. So, an example is let's say that partner one um, thinks that partner two is cheating. And partner two says, What are you talking about? You're crazy. Let's say they actually are cheating. And partner two says, you're crazy or, or they make them feel guilty. They make them feel guilty about it. They say, that's so hurtful to me that you would accuse me of that. Don't you trust me? I thought we had a trusting relationship. I thought you were a more trusting person than that. I didn't think you were, were one of those crazy women or crazy men or crazy non-binary people person that would, um, go and um, do that like think that thing. think think that um, I were that I'm cheating like I didn't think that you were that kind of person. So now partner one is thinking, oh my god, I'm not that kind of person. I can't believe like they're right. I can't believe that I thought that. I can't believe that, um, that I'm, you know, I've become this like crazy neurotic partner that goes and accuses my partner of cheating. That's, um, that's terrible of me. And so now partner one has been gaslighted. Um, so that's a common example. Um, other examples. So, uh, I'll use a personal example with, Mm -hmm. uh, with my ex um i used to uh get upset with him and he would tell me that i would say something he did which he actually did and he would say no that didn't happen you're crazy one time he called me delusional he said you're delusional um and I actually knew I wasn't delusional. So that wasn't, that's an example of when he tried to gaslight me, but he wasn't successful. Um, but like telling someone that their memory is wrong or their memory is flawed because um, eventually it can make you feel like you are the problem. You There's something fundamentally wrong with your memory. Mm-hmm. Um, Hmm. So another example would be like, let's say that you are insecure because you, you know, are unable to do, let's say that like, hmm. Let's say you have some sort of like, I can't think of a good example. Let's say you have some, some sort of like abnormality about your, uh, like you have like something different about you in some way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, it's like something that's like often like something that you're, that you feel like, what if people won't love me with this thing I have, you know, what if people like, just make fun of me and people turn away because I have this like condition of some sort.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then if your partner's with you, because you have this it, but to, despite quote, despite this condition and then they say things like you're lucky that I'm with you because most people wouldn't love you with this condition that is gaslighting. That is making you feel like you are fundamentally flawed and they should be, they have power over you then because they should be forever great. You should be forever grateful, um, that they're with you. Um,
1: right. And that kind of goes along with the other abuse tactics that people will use wrapped up in, you know, the ball of abuse is the making you question your worth and your, um, your desirability and, you know, no one's going to love you and stuff like that. And that can go along with the gaslighting makes it more, when someone's doing that all the time, you start to believe them, Mm -hmm. whether it's true or not, you believe them. So,
0: right. Yeah. Um, let's see, what are some other examples
1: I think it happens a lot. Um, Well, the examples that I can think of a lot are when somebody talks about, um, you know, like cheating or infidelity or like, um, you know, like somebody being um, like flirtatious or uh, talking to someone outside of a relationship and the other partner is, you know, feeling insecure about that and questioning this person's behavior and their intentions, and they bring it up to them. And then the person who's cheating or, or even talking outside of the relationship, which, you know, some people would consider cheating, um, is like, no, that's, that's not how I meant it. That's not what I'm doing. They don't have any feelings for me. I don't have any feelings for them. You have nothing to worry about. Um, I am not cheating on you, you know, I am um, like you're just being too, too insecure. You're being jealous for no reason, like stuff like that. And you're like, oh, well, I don't know, because like the way you act with them seems, you know, not just friends. And that's used a lot for people, and I think it's used a lot against women too. Um,
0: and if you do have like a lot of times, gaslighters will use like like if partner one actually does have an insecurity, like maybe they were cheated on in the Mm -hmm. past, then partner two can use that. And they can be like, no, you're just doing that thing you do that you. I'm not
1: about. that person.
0: Yeah, they. they can I be wouldn't type, do
1: that to you.
0: That thing that you told me about. You told me that this is something you're insecure about. You're insecure about, and this is just that thing that you that you do. And I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you do that because you know that I'm different.
1: Yeah. That's gaslighting. Yes. Yes. It's very nefarious.
0: Um, mm-hmm. So I have a list. I don't keep pulling things up, but I think this is, I just really want people to know when they're being gaslit. That's like, that's mm-hmm. why I keep like bringing things up. But um, a list of 24 phrases used by gaslighters. Mm. If you were paying attention, dot, dot, dot. Well, if you were listening, if you knew how to listen, we Ooh. talked about this. Don't you remember I guess I'll have to repeat myself since you can't remember. You need to learn to communicate better. You're being irrational. Don't you think you're overreacting? You're just oversensitive. Stop being so sensitive. You're too emotional. You can't take a joke. You're so thin-skinned. You always jump to the wrong conclusions. Stop taking everything I say so seriously. Can you hear yourself? I criticize you because I like you. You're the only person I have these problems with. You're reading too much into this. I'm not arguing. I'm discussing. I know what you're thinking. You should have known this was not a good time to talk. Why are you upset? I was only kidding. Why wouldn't you think that? What does that say about you? So again, not every single time you hear that phrase, it doesn't, any of those phrases, it doesn't necessarily, Mm -hmm. but if it's repeated, if it is causing you to question yourself, then it is gaslight
1: yeah yeah and it's um it's good to just be aware of that and be on the lookout make sure you're not doing it to people make sure nobody's doing it to you um and don't let it change you know anything about yourself or um how you feel about yourself because that's really the goal and um and that's not good. Nobody should, nobody should change how you feel about yourself. So,
0: agreed. <laughs> Are there any other? Uh, I want like if we can think of any other examples from like some of the other types of gaslighting that we want to.
1: Well, we talked about some, you know, when we went over them, um, but I think. I think the ones that I was just the most like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that was the racial gaslighting and the medical gaslighting. Like that just makes so much sense. Um, We see that every day and I don't see it as much as, you know, uh, a woman of color would, but um, you know, we, we do experience it every day. So
0: yeah Hmm. yes so like and it's like it's with racial gaslighting it's like that like if if you are you know a civil rights activist mm-hmm. and or a person of color and you are um fighting for this cause enough, like to like so much. And then it gets to the point where like, no one is listening to you. It's like, you don't have a choice, but to start questioning, um, to start questioning yourself, you know, it's, it's going to eventually get into your head. If like, you're like, this is this thing that I feel so strongly And that I experience, and I know for sure that I experience, but the whole world, the whole system is against you. Mm -hmm. What, I mean, what is that gonna do? You know, that's obviously gonna eventually affect you and eventually might cause you to question yourself. And it's sad. It's, it's, it, sh- it, it shouldn't get to that point, of course. But, and that's why it's so important that we hear experiences mm-hmm. of people of oppressed populations and we listen to them and mm-hmm. we validate them so that we can show them that, no, what you are saying is valid. I believe you. I don't, don't experience it. I may never fully under, I will never fully understand it, but I believe you and you are not crazy for feeling this way.
1: Yes, exactly. I I believe you. That's a good, that's a good phrase to get comfortable with when people tell you about their experience. Mm -hmm. I believe you.
0: So Basically the gist (laughs) to summarize (laughs) gaslighting is when people manipulate you into believing that there's something fundamentally flawed with you, whether that's with your memory, with your reactions to things, with your sanity, it can happen in any relationship. It can happen on a bigger scale on a systemic level and don't overuse it. There's a difference between gaslighting and insulting someone. There's a difference between gaslighting and just putting someone down and or not believing them, disagreeing with them, arguing right. with them. Those are not necessarily gaslighting. So don't go throwing the term around unless it's actually gaslighting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's very important that we use these terms correctly so that People don't get misinformed about what's going on. Um, And if you know these vocabulary words and you know how to use them correctly, then you can more accurately express what's happening. Um, But if you start calling everything gaslighting, then it kind of takes away the meaning of it. Then it's like anytime anybody disagrees with you, they're gaslighting you. Like, no, they just disagree with you, and people are allowed to disagree. Mm-hmm. People are allowed to think you're wrong. That's not gaslighting. They just think you're wrong. But yeah, that's it's. It's important to use these words correctly, um, so that people know and that they can express their experiences better.
0: Because gaslighting is fucked up. Like it's a truly. <laughs> truly manipulative thing to do so we don't want to overuse it
1: right but when it's
0: happening definitely do something about it you know definitely like call it out yeah
1: or if you see someone doing it to someone else call it out
0: yes so that's our show if you enjoyed this episode please share it and follow us and uh, leave a review and a rating.
1: And don't forget to follow the show's Instagram for updates on episodes at Just Mental Health Podcast with a period between each word. This is Steph.
0: And M signing off.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: Bye.